0: Mum As You Are is a place for self-compassionate reflection, to use what you have within you right now, as you are, perfectly imperfect, to find your way through motherhood. I'm Dr Erin Bauer, clinical and perinatal psychologist, author of More Than A Healthy Baby, course creator and mum of two. This is my second podcast, welcome if you've followed me over from my birth trauma work. This current podcast offering is bite-sized, unfancy and unplanned. A roadmap for finding your way back to self-compassion and how to replace numbing and escapism with true, meaningful fun. I talk about motherhood as an identity and an institution, perinatal mental health and patriarchy, parental burnout and numbing. The core message is to practice the question, I wonder. Instead of judging ourselves and engaging in comparisonitis, we simply ask ourselves, I wonder. I wonder. Welcome back. I think I'm going to call this one something like, what to do in between therapy or something like that. Um, I found this tip in a book and I thought it was worth sharing. Now, I'm probably massively late to the party. I tend to get around to reading books like two years after everybody else has read them, but that's okay. It's not a competition. There are no prizes. It's <laughs> struggle to read books too. Um, but I read Untamed by Glenn and Doyle. Uh, I got it for free, it was like in our know, book exchange and I thought, oh yeah, I think I've heard something about that. So in it, um, she talks a lot about like her own struggles with recovery, um, having anxiety, having depression, having eating disorders, having drug addiction, all sorts of things. Um, so I get this and she's someone who's had a lot of therapy and is quite well versed in going, and I think even on her podcast with her wife now, she has a bit of a like therapy check-in, which is a therapist. is interesting to listen to for myself anyway. Um, but the tool I wanted to share, yeah, if you've got the book, Untamed, page two seventy-seven in my copy, she talks about this idea of writing a letter from your down self, if that makes sense. So the idea goes that you there's always like an event, right, that triggers someone booking an appointment. So often when I see people in therapy I'll say like, "Why, why now? So like, what? There's usually been some sort of catalyst to make someone go, I better book an appointment, right? So you do that and then in the times that we're in now often there's a bit of a delay and it might be more likely than 24 hours it might even be a couple of weeks or months in some cases and so you make your appointment you feel a little bit better maybe or you feel nervous any certain way and then she talks about this effect where maybe you sort of start feeling a bit better or the original feeling that was behind why you booked the appointment changes um, life happens and other stuff gets in the way and then you know you get up you shower you get ready for the appointment And then you can't really go back to the state or remember what it was like by the time you you get there. And so she talks about this idea of, um, you know, the down self being really hard to explain. And when the moment of the real catalyst moment has passed, you sometimes can feel like, do I really need to be here? Was it that bad? What am I going to talk about? That kind of thing. And I remember this actually even just, Uh, talking about it now I had this memory pop-up of when I was in high school I was bullied pretty badly like on and off. It wasn't even high school it was uh, primary school as well but high school is when it got worse and I vaguely remember someone must have been my mum or my teacher or something making an appointment for me with the school counsellor and it was like six weeks eight weeks probably even I don't even know how long it was until I saw her and by the time I went in I'd sort of uh, the bullying hadn't passed but like six to eight weeks to like not be friends with people anymore and have to find yourself a new group of friends pronto like <laughs> a lot of time passes and so the I think I was just like yep I just want to get on with it right so whatever the issue was right then and there when the appointment was booked it's not like it's still happening but I guess I just didn't want to go back and talk about it and so I remember going into the office and you know she's all smiling and stuff and she had a student with her and I just remember thinking I've just been pulled out of class with people saying well where are you going and what are you doing and you know do you take your pencil case and do you take your bag and you're going back to class and I just didn't really want to talk about it anymore so I just said oh yeah it's fine it's over now and that was it <laughs> another appointment so I guess this is the thing right sometimes that happens you turn up and I've seen clients do that as well they're like yeah I don't really think I need to be here everything's all fine or they forget what they wanted to talk about or things got a little bit better and they don't want to return to the emotionally yuck state so this is where Glennon talks about um, when you think you're in the gray so the down self writing some stuff down because it is really helpful to go back to, so either in the notes on your phone or just write out with your hand. I'm a big fan of handwriting because it activates different memory neural networks. Um, You tend to get a bit more emotion and I suppose detail out of it. I don't know how to explain it, you just do. And so she talks about when you start sinking into the gray, it might just be a note. And so one of the notes that she wrote was, it's all gray. I can't feel I'm all alone no one knows me I'm too tired to write anymore and then she just put the note away in a safe place and then when the appointment comes bring out the note that you wrote um, so yeah it's kind of I thought it was a useful idea because it's very easy also to forget what happened in the week in the fortnight whatever it is and you know when you come back to that state which you might it's important to have a reminder of where you've come from as well because sometimes you feel like you forget when you get into that fog you forget oh actually I've had periods of time where I am feeling like I'm coping and I am feeling like I'm okay so another uh, activity that she's got in here is the opposite so thinking about a note from your up self upself upself that's what she's called it and then she's uh said she puts it in her jewelry box and when she's having a down moment she goes back to it so it's remembering like things like remembering the good times um that's another activity that we use uh, in therapy sometimes too it's like having a laundry list of the good times because the good times are (laughs) hard to remember in the moment and so for that one she wrote you love your life mostly She mentioned uh, the smell of her daughter's hair makes her melt. Sunsets blow your mind. You laugh 20 times a day. You see more magic than the average bear. You feel loved. You are loved. You have a beautiful life that you've fought hard for. So I thought that was worth sharing. The other thing that she mentioned that I might just add on here because I can see it on one of the next pages is this idea of like, Easy buttons and reset buttons. You might have this as like things that drain your energy and things that add to your energy. Things that light you up, things that dim your light potentially. Um, I have a list of mine in the back of just like my everyday um, day planner because I'm old school and I still use day planner because I prefer handwriting. But it might be, I'll just give you the list of heads because it's right in front of me. So easy buttons, things that drain you but are easy to do when you don't feel good, uh, like boozing, binging, shopping. She's put snarking, comparing, reading mean reviews, um, inhaling sugar, <laughs> okay? And then reset buttons, so things that light her up would be a glass of water, take a walk, take a bath, go do some yoga, meditate, go to the beach, play with the dog, hug her wife and kids, and hide the phone. So however you want to do it, you might want to just in your phone, Write a list or put on a post at night or somewhere that you're going to see a, a line. And at one end is things that drain you or things that are easy go-tos that are adaptive. Well, they're still adaptive, right? But they're maladaptive. So don't, they're not things to beat yourself up about. They're just things that you do when you know you don't want to deal with emotions. And nobody wants to deal with emotions all the time. So we all do things to numb or check out. So don't beat yourself up about it. But just have a list of reminding yourself what those things are and that they drain your energy, and think about what some of the reset buttons might be. And they are really simple things. So I always like it when I'm, you know, as a therapist, saying to people, like sometimes you just need a walk and a glass of water, maybe to get to the ocean, get to nature, play with some animals, do something like that, and then bam, it's there in somebody's book. (laughs) So it's not just me saying it. I hope that was helpful in terms of things to think of, to do, to supplement your therapy. All right, talk to you next time.